Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I've decided to join you on the um, alcoholic beverage train. <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't have any today. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no. Okay, then I guess it's just me and this pineapple hard seltzer. Well, I can, well, go, I can go get a whiskey if you want. Be my guest. Be all... I mean, there's yeah, there's plenty of alcohol around. I just didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drinking from that box of wine, and it was getting questionable last week, so I'm not doing that anymore. Okay, valid. Yeah, but I got plenty of other stuff. I recently got a new camera mount. I don't know if you can tell the shot is slightly different, but I'm, I'm loving it. I feel very professional instead of stacking my camera on top of, in order, um, a Russian to English dictionary, a copy of the game What Do You Meme, a small kind of bucket thing, and then the camera. That sounds very stable. It wasn't. <laughs> it was not. Feet of engineering. Yeah, honestly, I'm surprised that like nothing bad ever happened to my camera, but hey, at least nothing did. How's everyone feeling on this cloudy Wednesday evening? <laughs> Been better. But you know what? That's okay. It happens. It happens to the best of us. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I'd, like, I'd like to imagine that... Um, the podcast will lift your spirits. Yes. <laughs> Can it not? Thank you. Um, shall we dive in then? I'm trying to find where the Google Doc is to pull up the topics for today. Uh, the one you are looking for... If you are able to make it into the drive, I can put it in the Discord if you want. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wait, no. N- n- never mind. I know where it is. I thought it was in the Discord, but I forgot it's on my actual docs. Okay. There we go. Pop tarts, reality. Okay. <laughs> You're giving away all the questions. Are we live? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> No, I said we're rolling, but I said it quietly. It was only the first one in, like, a third of the second. That's on me. That's on me. 
That's happened to me before, too. It's not always clear to me, and I'm just, like, talking away, and then all of a sudden I'm like, she's talking in a very specific way that makes me think she's recording. Guys, this is my first hot mic moment. <laughs> we can edit that out if you want. Oh, I don't care. Okay. So, as Zach inadvertently announced, <laughs> our first question. What is the most fucked up Pop-Tart flavor? And I wrote this with an answer in mind because I saw something recently that I did not like. Was it the mystery flavor? Mm-mm. There's mystery flavor. Because well, I've never tried the mystery flavor, but they, they revealed what it was. And I just can't even... Because uh, I don't know if this counts as cheating, but I was looking at the Pop-Tart flavors on their website earlier because I'm like, I haven't eaten Pop-Tarts in a long time, so I don't know what kind of weird flavors I they got. I think that's research. Continue. Yeah. yeah. It had one star <laughs> out of, like, thousands of reviews. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's why I'm is... wondering if that's what you're thinking about. Uh, no. So it wasn't, like, the mystery, like... Tum Dum one, where they just, like, mix the two flavors on either end of the conveyor belt, right? Like, it's an actual flavor in and of itself? Yeah, it's a, it's a specific thing. I mean, they, they revealed what it was. I'm, like, afraid okay. to know. It's, What's uh, it? everything bagel. Oh! Uh, what? <laughs> Why yeah. not just get an everything bagel? Yeah, I can't why get even in, in pastry? Why get a pastry that's supposed to taste like something savory? So terrible! Oh my god! But like, an everything bagel doesn't have that much flavor. No, it tastes like onion. Yeah, it tastes like bagel with like a couple things. So, like, what's the filling that you put in that? It's yeah, like... that might be the one to eat so far. Mm, that's upsetting. Yeah. Oh, that was God. definitely the one that stood out to me, but I feel like that because that's just ridiculous. Um, I have recently seen an absolutely awful pop tart flavor. Do you tell? Pumpkin pie. I can actually see that working. I mean, <laughs> well, but do you like pumpkin pie? No, not really. Well, well then. <laughs> But, like, I mean, why would you want that in a breakfast food, just is my question. It's, I mean, it's not crazy, because if, if pumpkin pie is surrounded by crust, and, like, the little encasing is a crust-adjacent, uh, you know, texture. Okay, I mean, I guess you're right, but also every single year I see the pumpkin spice craze go further and further than it ever should have. I found one that I didn't know they had. Do tell. Um, where did it go? Tropical mango. Yeah. It's, it's like, in a way, it makes sense because they have a lot of fruit ones, like strawberry, and that, might, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But certain yeah. fruits just don't make sense. No. Yeah. Not any tropical fruits. Really. Like, you can make pies out of strawberries and cherries, but you can't really do that with mangoes. Yeah. And like, I'm like trying like, to even think of I like love mango. a mango dessert, yeah. and nothing is coming to mind, frankly. Yeah. Other than like maybe like shaved ice or something. Yeah. That's the only thing that's coming to mind as like dessert one makes with mango. 
in my head, like a mango lassi at an Indian restaurant is more like a dessert thing to me. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, no, um, also, you're not, uh, Brooks, you're not gonna like this. Uh, the s'mores flavor Pop-Tarts are bad. You know, I will fight to the death, generally speaking, for the flavor combination of s'mores, but I feel like they don't do it well. Okay. That pop so I, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been many years since I've had one, but my recollection is like, this is not really true to what they taste like if you eat an actual s'more. Okay, fair. Fair. Do we want, I... to, do we want to flip the script and do best flavor after <laughs> whatever you say? I just would like to meet the person who intentionally buys the unfrosted Pop-Tarts. My dad. Really? Yep. When my dad was a kid, you didn't have it. Like, there was no frosted. You oh. got either, you got strawberry or blueberry. That was all that existed. That's exactly just... what I was thinking about. I'm like, what kind of demonic human? Joe like... Kelly. Sociopath. Was... Yeah. He's just like, like... leave him alone. <laughs> I mean, I got some interesting-looking flavors here that I have not personally tried, and I'm just... Okay. I can't Wait, imagine why I Hmm? No, I, I, I'm just looking at them as well. There's, like, okay, confetti. Well, now I gotta look at them. Frosted Wild Delicious Wild Berry Pop-Tart. Too much. Oh, yeah, those have been around. Those came out back in the 90s. I remember when they came out. Everyone was super excited. I ate a bunch of them. I love that for you. But I'm bothered by, like, the lemon creme pie Pop-Tart. That's bad. Yeah. Exactly. Or the peach color. You're wading into the citrus family. It's gonna... You're gonna have a hard time making it work. Yeah. Or the banana creme pie. Ew. Like, I like bananas, but I feel like often when they try to put banana flavor in things, it just does not work. Actually, there is a reason for that. I, it's because banana flavoring is based on, like, a variety of banana that is, like, extinct now. I feel like I read that. I gotta find... Let me write that down. I gotta find a link to that. Definitely There's a juice that I like. But that might be the only banana flavored thing. They're the Sheets chain of gas stations, which we don't really have around here, mm -hmm. they make their own sodas, and they actually make a banana soda that's pretty darn good. Okay. That's a caveat. I have a lot I, of my I drive past those, you know, a fair amount. I'll have to make a note of that. All these things that are like Oreo Pop-Tart, like, that's not what I want in the morning. Like, the sweetest I will go in the morning is kind of like a cinnamon roll type vibe. Which is why sure. I love my the the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts. But like, that is the most dessert esque thing I can justify for breakfast. Is like any kind of like sort of cinnamon flavor type deal. Like all this other stuff is like Oreos or like cupcakes. That's not what I want. I saw that one as well. But what about like a good buttercream filled donut? Like that's sugar overload, but that is a fantastic thing to eat for breakfast. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. That's fair. Like a Boston I don't thing. know, even when I go for, like, a donut, the, like, fanciest or, like, the most complex I'll go is, like, a chocolate frosted one. Ooh. I don't know, I'm a simple, I'm sorry. I'm a simple woman, what can I say? 
I know that's a conversation we have often. Where I complain that you're, you're like, it's too basic, and you're like, I'm simple. Don't come for me like this. <laughs> Every time I try to get you to put more flavor type things in your food, you're like, no, I'm good. Like that time you ate the, uh, they forgot the sweet and sour sauce for your chicken, so you just ate the chicken with the rice. I was going with it, and also I put sriracha on it. The, eventually, but you started eating it without anything, and you're like, "This is fine." Yeah, because like, I don't, I don't, I don't like to. I don't like to complain about like literal. Like I complain for fun a lot, but in a like genuine sense, I don't like to like make people do anything extra, even if it's just go turn and get a bottle of sriracha out of the cupboard. <laughs> I completely forgot how we got there. What can I say? Oh, they have these chocolate churro ones for the Day of the Dead. I, I can sort of see that. I mean, like, it's cool. I appreciate that they have the little Dia de Muertos designs on them. But, like, I why? There's so many chocolate ones, and I genuinely wonder if people could actually tell the difference. Like, if you did a taste test. Oh, probably not. Because there's like seven of them that are chocolate based. Mm -hmm. And I don't really feel like you can tell any difference between the different like mixed berry ones. Like you can probably tell the difference between like strawberry and blueberry, but that's about it. Yeah. Man, so this is only tangentially related, but this is we wild. Because how you say like you might not be able to tell the difference between the chocolate ones. Mm -hmm. I was listening to some radio program this was like four or five years ago at this point like driving to work or whatever mm -hmm. and they were talking about the marshmallows and lucky charms and like arguing as to whether they all just tasted the same or if they tasted different based on the color they all taste the same that's what i thought okay but, they, yeah. but there are certain people who say they can taste the difference and they did a test where they like you know they got a, like all the different kinds of marshmallows out and they cut them so they were all squares so they couldn't just tell by the shape and then they would have them blind taste test them and say what marshmallow it was and they got it right like every time so i think there are some people that have a more sensitive palate so that's how it's related huh because i mean they use different food dyes so i don't know if they're able to pick up on the subtle differences in the tastes of them did you know that I, I, just, I, like, I, on, like, Amazon or whatever, you can just buy a giant bag of just the Lucky Charms marshmallows? They taste better when you earn them. Okay, valid. <laughs> but that does exist for those out there who do not want to earn them. Did you see they have a Fruit Loop Pop-Tart? That's do. too much. That was when I was a little bit iffy on. I like Fruit Loops, but in a Pop-Tart. Oh. Yeah. I heard a rumor a while back that is, does not seem to be panning out that I'm deeply disappointed by. Who remembers the cereal straws? Yeah. Cereal straws. I heard Taste a rumor that they were bringing those back, and I was so excited. But I heard that months ago, and nothing seems to have happened. It's stuff like that happens a lot. Rumors, and then never pans out. I love those bad boys. Yeah, they're fun. But Granted, I was, I was also in grade school. I was like the target audience for something like that. 
I was fully an adult and I still bought them. I love that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Who doesn't want to drink milk through a zero straw and then eat the straw? That is the way to live your life. Um, I'm going to get heat for this. Not nuts about cereal with milk. Because I eat too slowly and it gets really soggy. But they have a non-nutritive cereal varnish on it so that it doesn't get soggy. You don't know that? that that's a reference to Christmas vacation. No, I know vacation. it is. <laughs> Do not worry, message received. I assumed with the, the amount of laughing you were doing, because otherwise that phrase would not have been that funny. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, rarely, if ever, put milk on cereal. I don't get that. Yeah. Because, like, so... Please go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna ask. Like, so do you eat it like out of a cup, or do you you try, like like how do you consume your cereal? Um, generally just without milk. But like in a bowl with a spoon. Yeah. How else would you eat it? You could just, like, grab a handful of it. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, like, we all do that sometimes, but if I'm actually, like, you know, not freaking running late or whatever, sit down, bowl, spoon. I feel like that makes the cereal incomplete, but also, importantly, depending on the cereal, you're robbing yourself of potentially delicious flavored milk at the end, like, if you're eating, like, Cocoa Puffs or something, that chocolatey milk. We never bought Some Cocoa Puffs in my house. You should. You're a grown-up now. You can have the Cocoa Puffs you want. Boxes as far as the eye can see, if that's your desire. I feel like this is going to be a thing that winds up being a drunk snack the next time we're hanging out. No, no thing. I didn't already make a mental note to get Cocoa Puffs <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. Like, if someone tells me they've never had a thing, well, I'm like, well, well, we're getting that immediately. Yeah. Well. Just show up with a box of Twinkies for my friend who's never had a Twinkie somehow. I feel like I've probably had one at some point. I just don't remember it. They're not very good. Yeah. I flavored to them. I completely- I keep losing the thread. Oh yeah, same. I was trying to think of, like, do we have anything else to say about XYZ, but, like, the we have covered several bases in the first 17 minutes. But then I, I keep getting distracted because I still got the Pop-Tarts over here, and it's like- There's a lot to unpack what? there. Why do they make pretzel ones? And what they are those what? even- There's cinnamon sugar pretzel and salted caramel pretzel ones. No. That's too much to pack into one pop tart. Yeah, the simple like, flavors—they know their—they know their place. Like they're not trying yes. to do too much. They're not trying to please everyone. And I'm bothered. They have this red velvet uh, cupcake one, which, you know, whatever about the flavor. But what bothers me is the pop tart itself is like bright red, which is not a thing they normally do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's upsetting to me. I've got a lot of feelings about all of these. Yeah. Honestly, I gotta stop looking at this. Oh my gosh. 
tried the bites yet. I've never tried them before. The little, but there's like the cinnamon sugar. I mean, they're fine. It's just yeah. small popcorns. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. Okay. Yeah, bite size, tandy. Kind of useful if you want to just toss it in, like toss a pack in your bag as you're running out the door. You could probably make those in cereal. Ooh, you definitely could. Also, I just I appreciate the dedicate dedication with which Echo has just been working on that toy for. Yeah, I know. she's yeah. She's in the she's zone. Far. Precious, love her. Oh, these pop tarts, crisps too. I'm learning all kinds of things. This is too much. Crisps? I I had I have closed the page, and closed the door. <laughs> well, no, like I, I legit I have not bought pop tarts in like hardly for my entire adult life like it's been years so i have not perused this aisle but strong opinion toaster strudel are way better i've never had a toaster strudel in my life me neither <laughs> they're they're superior in so many ways because they're like you know when you put them in there they have like a nice soft like flaky crust to them that actually flakes off of it and then you get to drizzle the warm icing on it and the icing is just amazing. And so the filling it itself just solidifies that we all have to be in the same place at the same time <laughs> for this. Yeah. Yeah, toaster strudel are far superior. So if I ever have the, the hanger in for like a sweet um, toaster ready just item, that's the go-to. So when you do eat Pop-Tarts, do you actually toast them or do you just eat them straight? If I'm running late, I'll just eat them, like, out of the packet, but I generally toast them. I feel like they're a little better. Yeah. That warmth helps a lot. Hmm. Especially with the- because my go-to is the cinnamon one. So if it's, like, the warm, kind of, like, gooey cinnamon yeah. stuff, that is nice. Strawberry was my usual. Yeah, that was mine, too. Joe Kelly is a unfrosted blueberry man. I hate everything about that. Oh. Oh. Frosting was not an option when he was a child. It is now, though. He needs to grow and adapt. Yeah. Nostalgia factor. What can I say? I suppose. But then even, like, every once in a while, they'll bring back something that was cool when I was a kid, and I get real excited, and then I get it, and I'm like, this is not as good as I remember. And so I move on. Like, they brought the Dunkaroos back. I remember those just being the coolest thing when I was a kid. And so I got a couple, and I was like, these are the I remember you know the uh the lens of adulthood but they also could have changed it in the in like changed whatever it was made with in the interim it's possible i suppose okay. but you okay. know why why frosted when frosted exists it's just frosting is always better i mean i agree he's also just he does his own stuff you know as as dads are wont that to do Anyway, so Zach, the last time we were just like chatting, not necessarily even about the podcast, you kept coming up with absolute banger topics, and I was like, save this, save this, and here's one of them. Everyone, what are our thoughts on reality TV? You are allowed to pop off as... A media professional. 
when I don't immediately respond, it's usually because I want to say something really negative, but then I don't want to offend people. I don't care. I... I do not take reality TV remotely seriously. No, no, um, no. I think the only good thing I to come out of reality like TV is like amusing. the Great British Bake Off. Mm. Yeah, like that's the but only like, like good reality TV. You can like insult it to whatever extent you want, and, and on like, my I don't end, care I care that like people watch like the like my mom. She's a big like Bachelor Bachelorette person, and I think it's trashy as all hell. But like, am I gonna like say like don't have a good time watching some you know cheap TV? No. Watch whatever you want. Have fun. I it's thought the Bachelor was me. trashy, and then I watched Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> And that makes The Bachelor look like the classiest thing you've ever seen in your Yeah, I gotta say. Yeah, my mom yeah, and my sister are big it. reality TV people. And again, I think it's trashy. They're having a good time. I really don't mind. Yeah, I do not like reality TV at all. Except for the Great um, Fake Off. Yeah, no, that, that goes without saying. Because it's just so uplifting. It's like, so it's just so heartwarming. And yeah, like, it just it's can always brighten your day. Yeah. So that, that, my statements do not apply to that. Of course. But just generally speaking, like, it's not even a judgment about whether or not it's, like, trashy or anything like that. It's more about, like, when I'm watching TV, I want to escape from the actual existing world. I don't want to be reminded of real people and their real lives and their real problems. I like fiction. This is I want to hang out with people that don't I exist, you know? I fiction. Yeah, like, I just, I mean, and that's obviously not to say that I don't watch nonfiction stuff sometimes, but I think, you know, when I see people who have problems just like us or whatever, like, they're just like us, that's the opposite of what I want. I don't want to be reminded of the problems that I have. <laughs> Very fair, fair point. Very fair point, yeah. yeah not escapist enough for me. Although sometimes it is comforting to in the sort of voyeuristic way to be like, wow, could be, could be way worse. I could have these problems. True. It's like, it's that self-esteem boost you get when you go to Walmart after 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm not as much of a wreck as I thought I was. But I feel like I get enough of that just, like, being on the internet. This is yeah. also very true. <laughs> have you opened Reddit? <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to go far to find somebody that says something where you're just like, man, I feel, like, really smart all of a sudden and you're really put together. Yeah. So I don't feel like you need that on TV, really. Um, um, this just remind that just reminded me of something. Um, back when I used to be on Tumblr, there was a post once, it was like, Sapiosexual? No, I identify as morosexual. The boy I like asked me what kind of animal the pink panther was, and now I dream of kissing him in the moonlight. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to unpack there, and then the follow-up was... <laughs> this guy. What's the Spanish word for tortilla? Me, already taking my clothes off. Benjamin, you're so stupid. And I don't know if that's real or not, because, like, who knows? But I like to believe it is, because it's kind of hilarious. And I feel yeah. like that was a very fun, like, that was a f foreshadowing of the, like, the whole, like, himbo rights thing. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, mm -hmm. jacked, 
not that smart, the, but respect women, men. The one from Tumblr I remember. I was never big on Tumblr, but the one I remember is like the the wh- where the guy was who was like going over to the girl's house for the date or something, and then they're like going to take the pizza out of the oven. Oh my god! And he's like, oh, I hate this part. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. That the one was cool. a classic. As much as Tumblr was a hellscape, God, there was some funny stuff on there. It still exists. I know, it's just not the same. Like, twenty again, 2014 Tumblr, an absolute hellscape. Also, some of the funniest things I have ever seen on the internet. This is kind of like MySpace in that way. People forget it technically still exists. And I guess there are people that use it, otherwise it wouldn't still exist. But its time has passed. Yeah. yeah. Although, kind of wasn't thing, yeah. someone briefly yeah. trying to revamp MySpace as, like, like something about, like, networking, but for music? They already have those. I thought that was... But for Friendster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... MySpace. It was the first yeah, session. Yeah. Sheltered Child. Is MySpace? Hang on. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I mean, it's been a few years, you know, because I was in uh, high school when that came out and was, like, a big thing. And so, like, you know, I was very active on it. And I was, just a few years ago, I was like, oh, that still exists, so I looked it up. But they've reformatted the website so many times that my profile still existed, but, like, almost everything was gone. It was just, like, a picture of me (laughs) in my name, and that was it. Was it that picture of you with emo side bangs? I think it might have been. It's possible. (laughs) Because we were talking, like, you know, college probably was the last time I used it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That was what you did in the MySpace days. Having swoop hair. I I was not on MySpace, but I have seen plenty of evidence of that, (laughs) having grown up in the early 2000s. It was a whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, was that, like, the whole, like, Justin Bieber with, like, that was doing a that. little bit afterwards. Yeah, this uh, is actually Justin Bieber was a small child at this point. Okay, so this is before. Okay, this is before him. This was when, um, like, people were really into emo, like the scene, uh, the scene kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. man, I haven't heard the phrase "scene kids" in so long. Because <laughs> I was punk rock in high school, so mm. uh, you know, you always cool. got to be a quote. Cooler than everyone. As Henry, Henry Lovebrow, <laughs> I can't even say it. As Henry Sabrowski says on last podcast on the left, when he has air quotes, he goes air quotes. Love him. This is love Henry's. I've been encountering a lot of unpredictable Henry Zabrowski episodes, <laughs> and every time he says it, I'm just like, okay. Funny every time. Oh yeah, I got my last podcast T-shirt on. Yeah, it's very it's exciting. We love the spooky energy. Um, excuse me. I have a question for the men. Are they going to call in, or are you just asking Zach? I'm just asking Zach as a representative of the men. I don't know if we were soliciting calls. Why is it that guys always seem to put spaghetti on bread? Okay, wait, I I opened up 
the document like 90 minutes ago just to have an idea of what we're talking about and i saw that and prior to reading that document the thought has never occurred to me once to put spaghetti on bread and then i read that and it was like something like primal in me woke up like (laughs) hey that makes sense (laughs) okay the reason i ask is because like Every time, like, when I was in grade school, every time we had, like, the, you know, freaking, like, spaghetti and meatballs as, like, the cafeteria lunch or whatever, and, like, you know, they give you your little slice of, like, you know, Italian bread, every time, all the guys would always just, like, pile the pasta on the bread and just eat it. I think that guys will make sandwiches out of anything and everything they have available to them. I mean, I respect it. I respect the urge to sandwich everything. Yeah. Yeah. The closest I ever got is, like, like I would run the bread through the leftover sauce, to be sure. Oh, yeah. But never, like, actually stacked it. Yeah, I don't My brothers know. never did that. I would think that would be a thing they would do at dinner, but they never did. Hmm. Yeah, I also don't know. Um, any other like guys who listen to this podcast, if you're out there... Please comment. Tell me why. I want to know. I ask this from a place of simply curiosity. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Not ridicule. I feel like your school must have been fancy that you get Italian bread because we would just get like a slice of white bread and they would cut it diagonally and butter one half of it with like, well, margarine one half of it and then just slap them together and there's your bread. I mean, I say, (laughs) I say Italian bread. It was like bread that was shaped slightly different than a slice of Wonder Bread. 
Mm. Like it was like like round. Brand. Mm. I'm just I'm <laughs> using easy points of reference. Which, when you think about it, is like it's very silly to serve bread with pasta because it's like here's this pile of grainy carbs. Yeah, enjoy this lot of carbs. Carbs. It's like you can't think of something else that would complement it. I mean, there is the benefit of being able to use it for the the sauce at the end. Right? And I mean, also, that is very um, garlic but... bread. Yeah. I love garlic bread. Oh, yeah. Bread, garlic knots. Ooh, I love a garlic knot. I was just parked in front of uh, Mama Mia's in Geneseo yesterday. I was thinking about their garlic knots. I will never forget when Maddie Robbins confirmed that the rumor that there's a corner in the Mama Mia's basement where people have sex is indeed true. What did you say then? Now I'm going to be thinking about that. <laughs> You were on the stream where she said this. Are you sure? Yes. I do not remember that at all. You were on our New Year's Eve stream, correct? Yeah. Oh, New Year's Eve. Yeah, but I also had a person in the same room with me who kept talking and distracting me. You are correct. So I, I do remember that. I thought you meant during, like, one of the guests. I was like, what? No. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Stream, no, the stream. Yeah, I'm just it. Yeah, but that that's kind of upsetting. I don't want to know that. It is. But also, like, what are you gonna do? I assume by people you mean like people that work there, not just randos off the street. Yeah, people that work there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but also, like, how how do you how do you fit that in mid shift? I mean, I wouldn't say it's so much a, a timing issue as a, like, not getting caught issue, and... Because somebody's gotta be working, you know? So there's gotta be at least somebody else there. Unless everybody just kind of, like, agrees and you just, you know, put a garlic knot on that door. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you would have to unknot it, because trying to balance it on the top. Yeah. Yeah, pre-knotted. Pre, pre <laughs> so, just a just garlic a rope. The tube of dough. <laughs> oh boy, I love when we venture into cursed territory. Very fun. I try, I try to rein it in. I can get real weird. You uh, act like I'm asking you to rein it in. I am asking for the weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like that, that one, uh, Pod for a while ago when I went off on that whole thing about the Dave soap. <laughs> I don't think that was getting Dave. I still think about that. Like that it like we always like that's for whatever reason my mother is like a dove soap stand. Like that is just what she buys. And every time I see the package, I'm just like, Dave. <laughs> dove soap's excellent. My dermatologist recommends that. Nice. Oh, Zach, for context, we did a meme review a while back where we were, like, looking at, like, misspelled, like, road signs, like, you know, just, like, okay. flyers, packages, and one of yeah. them, instead of being Dove Soap, it said Dave. Dave. And she, like, on the spot came up with, like, a whole, like, backstory and motivation for Dave. It was kind of insane. And again, I think that, like, people should hire you. They'll, like, they'll say their character name when they, like, have a character in mind that's not fully fleshed out. 
And I'll just be mm-hmm. like, here's the character in two things. Give me the rest. And then you just do it. And you're like some kind of Hollywood consultant. Yeah, I think it's, <clears throat> I think we talked about this at the time too, but I feel like there's some sort of like, I don't know if it's a certain trait. I don't know if other people do this, but like, when I see something that immediately, that's what my mind does. It fills in a backstory. It comes up with an explanation. Like, it's just very automatic to me. And I guess not everybody does that, which I just <laughs> was not aware of. Have you considered that it could be ADHD? <laughs> I have! <laughs> okay, as long as that thought has crossed your mind. <laughs> I just can't help it. I think, I think it's probably just that I watch too much TV, and I'm so used to everything having, like, a backstory or an explanation, mm-hmm. you know, fitting into the plot. And in this case, it means fitting into the plot of the world. Okay. Seltzer club. <laughs> Time for regular water. Yeah. Um, it is handy to go back to... I forgot what the question even was. Well, we did circle back around to TV at the very least. Yeah. Well, no, it was the spaghetti on oh, bread. The spaghetti but... one. Yeah. Whoops. So, spaghetti on bread, to me... Yeah, it's really just too much carb. And you're not really getting an interesting texture. But spaghetti in a wrap is excellent. Okay. There, there is a fast food chain called Piata. Um, there aren't like a ton of them. Um, the closest one I know of is in Ohio. Uh, but we had like three of them, four of them when I lived in Ohio, uh, in Columbus. And I used to go all the time. It's, like, one of my favorite things on the planet. But, but essentially, a piata is, like, an Italian burrito. I love it. <laughs> right? They got, like, a big kind of tortilla-looking thing, and they brush it with, like, oil and, and garlic and herbs and stuff. And then they grill it so it's all crispy, and then they put stuff in it. Um, mm-hmm. And they have, like, spaghetti noodles there, because you can also get bowls with spaghetti noodles and get, like, all whatever stuff you want in it. Mm-hmm. And I always had them put the spaghetti in the piata in the wrap. Because that combination of crunchy wrap with the noodles inside. Wonderful. Mm. Uh, that sounds delightful. Oh man, it's so good. I, th- they have the best calamari there, and that's what I always get in my wraps. Oh, I miss calamari. Yeah, it's really good. I keep meaning to try the like friggin' spaghetti tacos from iCarly. I gotta try making spaghetti tacos one time. You just put spaghetti in a taco shell. Yeah. It seems fun. Yeah, I think I don't necessarily, so it's not necessarily the carbs, it's the combination of textures. Like, I think spaghetti can make sense as long as you have it paired with a a different kind of texture, whereas bread's still just kind of soft and squishy like spaghetti is. I would agree. Especially when you put the guys out there, if you want to tell me why, I'd appreciate it. Theory. And not to offend the guys. I think sometimes, especially, like, teenage boys, because you're referencing, like, high school. Yes. I think sometimes they just like to do dumb things for the sake of doing dumb things. Because yeah. they think it's funny, and they think it, like, impresses people. No, 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 no. It is funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, yes. I mean, I, I meant they do it because it's funny. Yeah, there you it's go. It's very original. <laughs> yeah, no. That sounds about right. Yeah. There's a lot of things that like high school boys do that I Where it like, be like, like, that. like the whole hitting the the top of the like hallway as you go by. 
What was it? Yep. There's like there's like a meme I think that applies to that quite well. It's yeah, like, it probably is. It's like I don't know why we did it. We me did walking under a door. Brain jump up and touch yeah. the top. Why you gotta? Mm-hmm. Like that. It's true. You simply that's, must. That's the conversation I had with my brain verbatim. I dig it. Yeah. As you're not a really tall person, I've never had that urge in my life. Medium height, not short, just medium height. <laughs> I specify. People always call me short, and I'm like, I'm ex- literally exactly medium height for a woman. Like, if you look up the average height for women, I am right there. I don't actually know what is what five, six, seven, five, four. Five, four. Okay. Yeah. Is medium height. I don't know why people get it in their heads that the average woman is taller than that. It's so not true. Oh. I, in case you can't tell, I'm sensitive about it. And not because, oh, no. like, like, if I were actually short and people called me short, I'd be like, okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, but yeah it's you're the fact that it's not accurate, right? Like, when people consistently say an inaccurate thing, that's what irks me. Okay, yeah. but what if no. someone who was, like, 6'7 said that you were short? But I'm not. You're not. There's subjectively to them, you very much are. Well, if they said compared to me, you're short, I would say yes, that is yeah. true. But, and and not to like get too deep into this, but part of it feels like um, misogynistic feels a little bit strong. But I feel like often it's because they're judging by the average height of men and assuming that's the default. And so if you're much shorter than the average guy, it's like you're short. And it's like, well, no, you got to use the female metric instead of, you know, comparing to the average male height. Yeah, okay. That's another reason it gets to me. That's it's like, yeah, if I were a dude, I would be short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember what the average male height is? It's like 5'9 or something, 5'8. That sounds plausible. It was a thing I used to know at some point. Um, any reason and, why? Or you just did? Uh, no, because, um, okay, yeah, when I have taught classes in the past talking about the difference in the average height and weight of models versus average people within society, that's why. Oh, gotcha. So knowing like the average height and weight of, you know, women within society in general, and then comparing that to the average height and weight of models, it's like insane like a huge oh, I'm sure difference and i don't know if this is actually true because i learned this in an art class in like 10th grade but one of the reasons that like very very tall became um part of the beauty standard for models is because um when for fashion shows when people like design clothing like on a like you know just like on a like a like figure on like a piece of paper they um exaggerate how tall they are because you can put more like detail mm-hmm. into it so i don't know if that's actually sense. true but something i learned in 10th grade art class could very much just be some bs that my teacher found on like buzzfeed i found a graphic that breaks down average height by state oh do tell um it looks like trying to I should see how they break it down. It looks like the tallest people are in Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, kind of like those states out there. I was expecting the tallest people to be in California and New York City, because if you want, if you're like tall and attractive and you want to be a model, that's where you go. See, that's what I would think too. 
but I'm remotely surprised by that because well, people tend to be like ranchers and you know work on farms and the yeah. height evolutionarily speaking is more useful I would think yeah it 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 looks relatively e uh, e uniform I don't think it goes past like two inches either way but What's average I for did not know that that ad was even out there. <laughs> Didn't, didn't know I wanted to know that, but I guess I yeah. did. Yeah. What's average for New York? New York. Or every time there's like something by state, I always look at every state I've ever lived in. Like I just have to. I've lived in one. Man, yeah. it's up to five ten. Hmm. Five ten. It's a little so, bit taller. Okay, I'm not yeah. particularly yeah. far off. I'm five six. Let's see her width. Out to five four. So it says like just over five four. So there you go. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you are exactly average in more ways than one. Exactly. They. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> you're a delight of a human being, and you're a wonderful individual. You're supposed to tell people they're above average, right? You lie to them. Lie to them. Your height is on the dot average in more than one way. We went over this two seconds ago. But in more than one way, do you mean both nationally and in the state? Yes. Okay, because you just said average in more than one way. I thought you meant, like, height and other areas in your life as well. No. <laughs> I'm not mean. <laughs> Anyway. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> this is another thing, Zach, that you came up with as just a, like, conversation topic, and I was like... I was sitting at three bars that night, like... You really I... were. You were doing absolutely excellent, and I have been thinking about this ever since you brought it up. Would you ever be able to get anything done if you were actually a Nigerian prince? I'm assuming this is in reference to all the Nigerian princes who have money that can't access it unless you help them. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would think that's their, basically their full-time job. Right? I mean, well, I guess we got to, like, set the parameters here. Mm -hmm. So, like, are we thinking of this as, like, there are actual Nigerian princes who actually have money they can't access without help, like it's legitimate? Or are we talking about it as, like, there are these people pretending to be Nigerian princes trying to scam people? So, no, like, if you are an actual prince from yeah. Nigeria mm -hmm. and you're trying to, I don't know, get somebody to trust you for whatever reason. I think like, like you'd be screwed. Yeah. And then if they asked you, well, what's your occupation? It, like, it, it even doesn't if you, like, much make much. it, like, even if you, like, dress it up, like, oh, I'm, like, nobility in this country. Yeah. That's, it boils down to a very popular scam. Yeah. Yes, I think I was reading the question in a different way in my head. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Like, if you happen to be born as a prince in Nigeria. Yeah, I would say no. I think you would have a lot of trouble yeah. accomplishing a lot of tasks. But at the same time, like, if, if you were a Nigerian prince, you were born in Nigeria, 
And I assume people in Nigeria probably do not get the Nigerian prince scams. And so they would probably trust the Nigerian prince. And so the prince would be able to get stuff done within Nigeria. It just might be problematic yeah, if he's trying to, like, you know. This might be a little difficult. Yeah. Is going to be my red hot take there. Like, I could see someone, like, calling the White House or, like, you know, this Nigerian prince wants to bid. Ha ha ha, good no, joke. okay. <laughs> Man trying to organize an actual diplomatic meeting. Turns to the prince, sorry, denied again. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, that there is a wonderful sitcom script in there somewhere. It's very true. <laughs> the Nigerian prince in every episode is just him trying to get his people to schedule like a visit somewhere or yeah. make a deal. He's trying to accomplish any sort of like international business relations, and it's just simply not happening for him. Yeah, every episode ends the exact same way. <laughs> I like it. I'm gonna keep that in my little blog of random, like, television show ideas. <laughs> I think that could be done well if some, you know, depending I, on who does I it. I think it could be. I'd like to imagine that I, that I could do it well, but I have no TV writing experience. Let's be real here. I feel like it'd be fun to write a TV show for a while, but I don't know how they keep coming up with that ideas after a while like you know a show like Grey's Anatomy that's on like it's 20 whatever season that's because like they ju like they just chew up writers and spit them out I mean yeah I suppose but like you still have to come up with ideas that you haven't done before this is also true I don't know I feel like I think a lot more shows like not that you not that you can't see where a story takes you because there have definitely been instances of that and it's been great but I think you should have at least a vague start and end, and if it changes based on audience reception, that's one thing, but I don't think you should just have, like, a fantastic, like, first two seasons and then have nothing. Like, it just, like, you know, the story hits some sort of climax and then, I don't know! Yeah, there are plenty of shows that, like, hit their peak, and then they try to keep going, and... And it simply the didn't work. Shark. Huh? The jumping of the shark. Yeah. Happy days. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sure. Well, we'll just do this like weird, crazy thing. Yeah. And it'll ever be everybody will be so excited and so just like surprised. It it never works that way. It, it simply does not. And now yeah. I'm trying to think of other shows where it was like you had a really great idea and then just did not know where to take it. Oh, uh, designated survivor, like first one that comes to mind. First season, phenomenal, so well done, loved it. You could watch the first season and then stop, and you wouldn't be missing much, because they had a conflict, and then they resolved it, and then they were like, "Well, now what?" Yeah, and so then it just turned into like a really watered down like West Wing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I actually just showed a clip of that show in like one of my classes yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, it was an example of really clunky product placement. Nice. <laughs> That's like, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was a, I believe it was a season two clip. Okay. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen, I haven't watched any since they moved it to Netflix. Because it got canceled on uh, ABC. Yeah. It was picked up, I haven't seen it since then, but yeah. I say this I as like... a massive X-Files stan, the quality plummeted after season seven 
Mm. I don't think I've ever seen an X-Files. Ooh. Fantastic <sighs> series. Love the X-Files. Growing up, man. That was appointment viewing. I feel like more common than starting a show without an idea of how it's ending that makes it go bad is when you do have like a very clear plan for like a start and end of a series, but then people like it so much that you feel like you just have to keep going. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, yeah, (laughs) they're like, all right, so we had it planned out. We were going to do like, you know, five seasons. We knew exactly how it was going to end. And then there was such demand for it. And they're like, okay, so season six, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's just like, okay, this is, this was a bad idea. Right. Things just go on way longer than they should. I think that's that's worse in a way. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for the shows that can like know that that like end on a high note. Um, like that's what they did with uh, Cheers. Cheers, like when Cheers went off the air, is at like the, the top of the ratings charts. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wanted to avoid precisely that. They, they didn't want it to keep running until people just got bored with it. Yeah, I gotta say, shows that end with... What? I actually don't hear you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shows that ended exactly when they should have, um, first two that come to mind, Bojack Horseman Mm -hmm, and Breaking mm -hmm. Bad. Yeah. Ended precisely when they should have. It was perfect. I'd agree with those, although I'd always be happier with more Bojack Horseman. I mean, the horse But, like, do I want to risk them declining in quality now? Yeah, that's the that's the hard part. It's like, you know letting them go is the right thing, but you don't want to. Shit's Creek. Another good example of a show that, you Ended know... Ended precisely when it should have, but oh my god, I want more. It's not there. It's not. I hate it. I think about that show all the time. Oh my god, same. Wonderful show. Moira Rose, an icon. I sent you that uh that picture the other day where somebody posted one of my my knitting groups. I believe it was a crochet blanket. It was just a big like bed sized bed sized blanket that just said "Ooh, David." Beautiful. I if I had that blanket, that would be that would replace my bedspread. That would be very proudly yeah. displayed. Sort of things like it would go quickly in the sense that it's not complicated, but that would be so boring to do because it's just like the same thing over and over. Just yeah, yeah, that does sound like a bit of a pain. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's such a complicated, fine art to know when a show should end. Yeah, and you got to think about it from their perspective too. Is like they got all these financial incentives that if a show is at the top of its game, like you know, Cheers. Yeah. Think about all the money they could have made after that. They kept going, but we would have lost probably as the, the viewing public. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think if you are, if like, if you exit a show on a really high note, like, people are going to want, like, other, like, producers and networks are going to want to snatch you up immediately. That's fair. Rather than being like, oh, yeah, those guys were great, but then, like, you know, then it kind of started sucking. Like, let's go with this other guy. I don't know. Yeah. A thought. Yeah, I can see that. Cool. <laughs> Sometimes I, I just gotta, like, I gotta buffer a little bit. 
it's so easy to get lost my thoughts sometimes when I'm just like thinking about TV shows now and I'm just like yeah. Although I um I will never stop thinking about where Twin Peaks would have gone if it had not caved to network pressure and then been cancelled because of it. I think about a lot of shows like that that got cancelled too soon and where they might have gone. Pushing daisies. Like pushing daisies. Oh my god. That was like my favorite show. It was a great by show. Far. Yeah. Victimized by the writer's strike, which was necessary. The writer's strike was necessary. But. Because that was a show I watched as it aired, and I got like, you know, real into it. I watched it every week, got real excited, and then it was like, well, not, not happening anymore. What is it with <laughs> Brian Fuller and not getting to finish shows? Yeah, it just feels so wrong that shows like that don't get to live their full lives, but then others just go on and on when they, they should have been put out of their misery a long time ago. I know. But, like, every single TV show that Brian Fuller's ever directed has gotten, like, rave reviews from critics, and, like, people have loved it, but they're just still like, nah. Axe this guy. Other examples? Hannibal, Dead Like Me. Uh, and yeah, I don't always pay attention to the producers and directors and whatnots. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like, if I, like, if I see a name pop up on, like, two things that I have enjoyed, I'm immediately like, ooh. Let me go see what else this person's done. Yeah, sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. I don't know what the common thread is. I'm gonna have to do some science to figure that out. Uh, I'm sure it's not anything scientific, it's just me and whatever my weird proclivities are. Fair enough. <laughs> I see Echo has like, left us. The, oh. <laughs> so that I was like, what, something was echoing? Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Goodbye, sweet princess. Character on a TV show named Echo. Which show? Or the, yeah. Uh, the Hundred. Um, uh, the, I, that's not a show I've ever watched, but man, have I seen some Twitter discourse. Oh, it's, uh, and I might catch flack for this, it, it was not a good show. <laughs> it's not. Just like, based on oh, the amount of angry people that I saw on Twitter, I was like, what about this show could possibly be worth it? No, it's, like, overly dramatic and ridiculous. They, like, jump the shark every episode somehow, I don't, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I watch just in my sort of role as media scholar. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I just watch to kind of keep up on things, and that was one of them. But I watched every season, and I just... Sometimes you wish you could erase things from your reign and just forget your song. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of time I wasted on later seasons of Supernatural is honestly tragic, because I really liked the yeah. first three seasons... And then up until season five, it was like, yeah, pretty good. Like, and like end of season five where it should have ended. But at that point I was attached to the characters. I was like, yeah, I'll keep going. And then it, it just- Supernatural was just- It got so bad. Itself, Cause they were like, here's these people. And then here's a demon and nothing can kill it except for this gun. And then they get the gun. But then here's a monster that you can't kill with a gun. But then they get this knife. I can kill the monster, but then they, yeah. and they, they just, like, kept... And also just the endless cycle of, like, I'll sacrifice my life for you, and then I'll sacrifice oh, my life to bring you back. Yeah. Like, stop. So many times. Too much. Yeah. 
it's right. like it, if you said like the season where one of them dies that could be literally every anything. single season this is officially yeah. a supernatural hate podcast it was hey, sad it's it like had a lot of potential yeah again but... the first five seasons like if it had just ended after season five great yeah yeah like not perfect but a very good time and then even at the end of season 12 where like literally god and his sister for some reason like oh, go on <laughs> oh my god but i was okay. like continue yeah but, like, even up until then i was like okay they're using like biblical characters and themes I'm like whatever and then he has a sister i was like that's definitely not in there but then even then they like go off together it's peaceful and then they're like all right so next season it's like no 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 Sick. if there was ever going to be a resolution to this show you got it the big players finally like made peace and then they're like nah we're gonna keep going so, the fight between god and his sister was not the ultimate fight like yeah <laughs> yeah that seems like a bit much like where yeah. can you possibly go from there like I said, like the jumping of the shark, like they just constantly they just go so far, so many times where you think like this has got to be it, right? There's nothing above this. There's like not no further to go. They've reached yeah. the end of the line, and they and always it's, like, find something, and it just keeps going. I mean, to be clear, I love Supernatural. I know it's ridiculous, and I know it's stupid, but I love it anyway. So this is not me like hating on it. I mean, I'm hating on it, but I love it. <laughs> I again, first five seasons, great. Distinctly annoying after that, at least for me. I love Castiel's characters. I do yes. love Castiel. He was great. But again, this yeah. is just the opinions of one person. Yeah. Or him alone. Well, that was a fun hour. <laughs> this this last uh, things were good responses to the questions about the Nigerian <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's fine. Like, we addressed it. Yeah, it's just funny because I like to look at the, the list of questions to figure do, out like I do love to see where we wind up and just be like yeah. wow <laughs> it's a fun thread yeah. you know, I think you said was it like last week or the week before if you could get one of those like big boards yes. to be able to about everything into the red string and whatever I like, trace would love that that would be delightful and maybe that will be something maybe that'll be like our that can be our like yeah. 50th or something episode special we get a giant board and watch an old episode and like map out how we get to different points and how they all interconnect it's getting close 50 it's 43 well we got we got a little time to think then <laughs> months ish all right well um by the time that this is out our uh patreon will have launched so um if you think we deserve your support, please go subscribe. That would be freaking amazing. I would lose my mind. That would be excellent. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do that, which you absolutely don't have to, um, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Rate and review us, which is something I'm also probably going to say in the outro, but please, it helps us. It really does. And we will be back again next week. Does anyone have anything they would like to, any concluding thoughts they'd like to share? This is, this is going to happen every time you say that. Okay. Yeah. Entirely <laughs> fair. Good effect. Um, down with pretzel pop tarts. Even though yes. I've never had them. 
Okay. I like that. I think that's a good note. Their, their existence um, upsets me. Just to know that they exist on this planet and have been consumed by humans. Okay. I like it. <laughs> All right. We will see you again next Friday. Bye. 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 <laughs> This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at and Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acash supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.